When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, um, obviously we didn't play very well <laughs> that first time around, and you know credit to them, they 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 did play well. But um, you know, bottom line, it's the next game. It's a very important game. You know, we have the chance to win the division if we win this game, right? So um, short week, so obviously all that preparation is kind of to compressed into you know a few days here. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. This is episode 42. Once again, I'm John June. Got my guy, Greg Penniman. It's a week 13 Thanksgiving Thursday recap. Not even a recap, a preview Greg, what's good? Oh, man, it's that special Thanksgiving Thursday preview. Uh, we here. We doing what we got to do uh, for, you know, get you guys ready for those three games on Thanksgiving. Uh, man, these are the big weeks to start off the last week of the regular season. So let's go. All right, man. So uh, before we start Thanksgiving, so I got to know, top three sides, what are you having? Oh, man, you already know. Uh, I got to start at the top. It's, it all comes down to the mac and cheese, the mac and yees. You know, that's 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 <laughs> got to be the number one, no matter what. Uh, number two, ah, man, that's tough. Uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, I think I'm a big carpets guy. So, uh, you know, I, I like the those uh, potato Hawaiian rolls on the side with the butter. You know, you need that <laughs> as well. <laughs> and then thirdly, uh, uh, third, I'm going to go with, um, uh, I'm going to go, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the, go with the, dang, I don't even know. I mean, give me, get back to me on the third one. Get back to me on the third one. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, first, I'm gonna have to go with the candy yams, man. Have to. That's that's. Yeah, that, that is a good me. one. That is a good one. Uh, two, I'm gonna go with the mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, man. And then it's a must. Yeah, I mean, three. I mean, I could go mashed potatoes. Oh, word. I could go mashed potatoes, but I think I'm actually gonna go with collard greens on this one. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. I got <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dual answer right there. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as well. Yeah, <laughs> man, I like that. I like that. All right, man. Now we cover the food, man. Let's get to the football. Um, so Thursday, Thursday preview. Uh, like we said, there's three games. We've got the afternoon games. So let's start there, man. Uh, this is a this is a tradition, man. We got the Detroit Lions playing on Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Uh, this time. The five and six Chicago Chicago Bears flying out to Detroit to to uh, face the three seven and one Detroit Lions. This is a thirty eight and a half point over under. The uh, Bears are two and a half point favorites. So Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Uh, in this game, I'm gonna take the Bears to to win the game. I'm gonna take the Bears also to cover, uh, and I'm gonna take the under in this game. Uh, you know, you know, you know Jeff Driscoll, uh, my streamer of the week last week failed me, but uh, you know this week he has another tough test. Against his Bears defense, it's still not the defense we saw last year, but they're they're still a respectable uh, force, uh, especially in the secondary. So uh, it might be a little tough for Jeff Driscoll in this matchup. Um, we all know what Mitch is. Uh, it is a good matchup for him, but I, you know, I think well, you know, the Bears will, you know, dominate you know, the time of possession, own the game, 
Uh, and, you know, the, I think they keep it low scoring with that defense. Yeah, so um, I'm actually I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take the Bears to cover the spread. I'm taking the Bears to win. Uh, so did you hear that Jeff Driscoll um, has a hamstring injury? Mm, that's not good at all. Who's that? Who's no. even that third string? David Blaw. Blah, blah. I don't know how to say that name. Nope. B-L-O-U-G-H. Oh, it's like uh, silent. Okay. Yeah. David David Blau. Yeah, David Blau. There you go. Mm. So, uh, I don't know anything about this man. I know nothing about him. Never heard of him until today. So, uh, I want nothing to do with him. From Purdue. Nah, definitely don't want the... Definitely 6'1". Okay. He's from Texas. Hey, yo, the Drew Brees connections are like crazy right now. Purdue, one. <laughs> So, you know, he's probably like six foot and he's from Texas. Uh, no, nah, I'm just joking. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. We are. Um, but I do like in this matchup, uh, I like I like the uh, the Bears receivers, uh, Allen Robinson. Yes. And Anthony Miller, man, he's actually got at least eight targets in the last uh, two games. And Taylor Gabriel is going to be in concussion protocol. So I like Anthony Miller as well. Against this Detroit secondary, um, and then I I love I love Tariq Cohen. Um, you know I just feel like this backfield has been trending towards him in the in recent weeks, and you know I think that uh, you know obviously in games where Mitch Trubisky plays well, not saying we need to play Mitch in this game, but in games where Mitch Trubisky plays well, Tariq Cohen usually plays well as well. So um, I like him in this matchup, and then I, I love the Bears defense going against yeah, uh, David definitely. David Blau in this one. So uh, definitely, but you know, uh, David Montgomery, what do you, what are you doing there? Because on paper, this is a matchup, a good matchup. So yeah, on paper, he's had you no know, solid matchup last week against the Giants. Um, but he didn't do really much with that. Uh, he's been pretty much up and down all season. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't see a reason to bench him, but it's you know, you're one of those hope and prayers because you. You know, it could be a, a bad start to your, your fantasy week if he doesn't perform, which is very much well possible, uh, depending on how, how they used to recoin, how the, the flow of the game goes. Um, but, you know, you, you're you hoping for volume. 15 touches, it's hard to bench that. Yeah, I mean, especially with the matchup being as good as it is. And then, you know, this is the same. These are the same numbers that he was getting. Like he played a sixty-two point seven percent snap share. That's just about where he's been playing all year. Uh, you know, thirteen carries. That's what he was getting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he got in, in a game against Philadelphia, where he had twenty-two point six fan, uh, fantasy points. So on a sixty-four percent snap share. So you're getting the same the same number of touches. Right. And this Giants defense, actually, in terms of run defense efficiency, I don't know how they keep doing it, but this run this Giants defense is actually. A top six defense in terms of run defense efficiency, hmm. according to uh, Sharp Football Stats. Uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily show in, in fantasy football production, but um, they are a pretty decent run defense according to Sharp Football Stats. So maybe that has something to do with it. But you know, in a good matchup like this, in a game that we that we're anticipating the Bears win, you know, all you really need from David Montgomery to make his day is a touchdown. I mean, yeah, in the first game against Detroit, he had 17 carries for 60 rushing yards, and that was it. That was like, yeah, and that's that's 
that's not a good day. So I mean, that's not a good day. But nah. if he if he gets in the end zone, you know, right. that, that's a twelve point day. So yeah, yeah, um, he, he's he's truly touchdown dependent in my opinion, um, and and. You know, you kind of just have to pick your spots. And it, it's kind of reminiscent because, you know, I was all over Royce Freeman last year. It was reminiscent of Royce Freeman last year. You know, like he was going to get some touches and you were kind of hoping that he got in the end zone. And, and obviously that's not what you want. That's not the play that you want. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes it, it's it's all you got. But right. what about Bo Scarborough on the other side? Because he's somebody that I actually like in this matchup as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, talk about a guy that's getting that volume that you want. Um, he got the 15 carries two weeks ago, and, and then now he's 15 touches. Then he got 19 touches last week. So um, it's, it's, he did well with the, the touches he got. Uh, he lost the fumble, but um, if you take the, if you put that back, he, you know he had a solid day. Uh, I think he's you know a flex play, a solid flex play. Um, Chicago's rush defense is you know average, so I think you know you can put him in um, to help you out, make sure you get you nine, ten points. Yeah, I mean, you alluded to the Chicago run defense being average. They're 14th uh, yeah. in terms of uh, fantasy points given up to the running back position. So you know it's a, it's a beatable matchup here. And with the you know the quarterback being the quarterback situation being what it is, um, you know Detroit's best shot is is giving Bo Scarborough the ball 18 to 20 times. So uh, you know, hopefully, true, he's one of those things that just turns out to be a, a volume play for you, but. Um, you mean who would you rather play in this matchup, Bo Scarborough or David Montgomery? Uh, I think mm, probably just because the Bears, you know, I think they're going to be winning in a better game script. I think I'm going to take David Montgomery. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you too. Too as and as well, he's he has the better matchup in this in this game. That's you know, as yeah. the Detroit Lions give up second most fantasy points to the running back position on the year. So, um, but I I do. I do like Bo Scarborough more than I like this Detroit pass defense. This pass game, though, uh, I'll tell you that much. I mean, would you rather flex Bo Scarborough or one of these receivers? Uh, yeah, especially if, if Jeff Driscoll is definitely not playing. I don't. Yeah, it's gonna might be a little ugly, uh, and the t- matchup is already tough to begin with. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably take you know I'll take probably Bo Scarborough. Yeah, I mean, you'd be solely going Kenny Galladay is the, the only one I can see. Yeah, him, Ken- know, yeah. Maybe, but like, I mean, I agree there too. Actually, Kenny Galladay, because you know the coming into this matchup, I had some concern about Kenny Galladay. You know, if Jeff Driscoll was going to play, because it seems like he had eyes for Marvin Jones. Yeah. Um, but you know, new quarterback situation, maybe that could shift back in in Kenny Galladay's favor. But you're you're literally taking a chance. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so, who's your fantasy uh, MVP? Your Turkey mm, Day MVP one, from this matchup? An under for a thirty and a half one game. You know, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just keep it simple and take Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, Allen Robinson. Okay. Thank you. Uh, he uh, does well. Gets your you know usual nine to ten targets uh, and gets in the end zone. Okay. Yeah, I I like that one too. And oh man. You know, I'm going to be contrarian here. I'm going to go with Tariq Cohen in this one. I like that. Um, you know, I, th- I think that he's going to be involved here in the in not just the run game, but obviously the pass game as a receiver. Uh, Pretty sure he killed Taylor, last Thanksgiving, actually. He, yeah, I think he did. It was either him or Theo Riddick, one of these tiny running backs that play yeah. in space. <laughs> but, um, but no, nah, Tariq Cohen, you know, Tariq Cohen, especially with, 
Taylor Gabriel being out, you know, that's, that's going to be more targets in the past game that are available. So uh, I think that you could start him with some confidence in this in this matchup. Word. All right, man. Let's, uh, let's jump to this next matchup. This this is the 430 matchup on Thursday. This is a great, man. You go from 12 to 430. I know. It's great. Of, you get nice a little break. Full. Get some food. Word. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's this is awesome. So we got the... Eight and three Buffalo Bills traveling to Jerry World, Jerry World, Arlington, Texas, to take on the six and five Dallas Cowboys. This is a forty-five and a half point over/under. The Dallas Cowboys are six and a half point favorites. So, Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Come on, man. I was looking at this. This is crazy to me right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got the Bills winning the game. I got the Bills uh, obviously covering the spread, and I'm gonna take the under in this game. Uh, yeah, I just don't believe in this Cowboys team as far as. Uh, them playing against you know uh, the better upper echelon teams and I consider the Bills uh, one of them especially you know I guess defensively I think they can uh, hold the Cowboys to you know doing you know struggle struggling a little bit uh, offensively Um, and I think you know the the Bills keep games close so the six and a half is what I'm really more confident about I think they can cover that spread Uh, I think at least it'd be a three-point game if they lose that game Um, so yeah I think Josh Allen you know gives you the safe floor you always expect from him uh, John Brown, you know, always a safe flex wide receiver to play. Uh, Cole Beasley has been doing really well of late. I think, you know, he has a lot of intrigue. Uh, you talk about those revenge games. So, you know, you can I think you can put him in as a considerable flex option. Uh, and then on the Dallas side, you know, Zeke, of course, you got to start him. Uh, you got to start Dak. You, uh, but, you know, it's going to be tough. We talked about Mark Cooper's matchup. Uh, we're going against Tredavious White. So we'll see how that goes. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, this game is going to be really interesting. I think, you know, of the of the three games on this slate, I think this is the most intriguing one to me, yeah. to be honest, because, you know, obviously there's questions about both teams in this one. Uh, everyone's wondering if, if both teams are for real, questioning uh, the wins that they have. Um, but, you know, Buffalo being an 8-3 football team, you know, they're fighting for, uh, you know, a wild card spot because obviously the Patriots are going to win the AFC East, but... Uh, they're trying to, to name to claim their name as the one of the top teams in the AFC, like you're mm-hmm. saying. So, uh, and the Dallas Cowboys are you know fighting for their playoff life, trying to win this division. So both these teams, yeah, the they NFC have something to prove. Least, um, <laughs> yeah, man. The you know the, the East versus the East. Um, you know the the Buffalo Bills, though. You know this was a great point. Uh, I forgot who even said it, but they're playing in primetime, man. How often I was about to, to say that. Go? Yeah, this is Josh yeah. Allen's first. I probably first primetime yeah. game like it's crazy people are gonna you like know, how often see. do you get to see them and play in primetime and they, you know they get to show the, the the league whether they are for real or not so yeah uh, i am actually going to take the over in this game you know i do agree with you buffalo does have a good defense but their offense is getting better um you know denver wasn't able to meet them on the other side last week but i think you know dallas being coming off a loss from new england I think they're going to be aggressive in this one mm-hmm. um, and, and try to attack this Buffalo defense. So I am going to, but I am going to take the Bills to cover the spread. I am going to take Dallas to win this game. Um, you know, I do see it being a close matchup. Josh Allen, man, he's the QB five on the season. That's crazy. Um, he, you know, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, he's been he's been solid all year. Um, obviously, he had the the New England game where he left with a concussion, but outside of that, he hasn't given you less um, than a than a, to, a, a top sixteen performance and that's just like that's just real safe um and obviously he brings that tremendous upside with the rushing you know so i think you know i i I do like him in this matchup i like him i like john brown i like cole beasley like you said in the revenge game 
Um, you know, especially, uh, I'm not trying to profile or anything, but we saw what Julian Edelman was able to do with this defense, uh, especially Leighton Van Der Esch missing in the middle of that defense. He's he's right. big time for what they do in coverage as well. So I do like him. Um, I'm not afraid, you know, on the, on the Dallas side, I'm not afraid to start Amari Cooper. Um, you know, obviously I am the biggest Amari Cooper hater on this podcast between the two of us. Um, <laughs> not even close. But, uh, you know, Amari Cooper's home road splits, those things are real. Um, you know, he is going to be, you know, this game is going to be in prime time. You know, you know how Dallas is. They're going to try to feed him coming off a game where he had no catches. Um, you know, that's all they're going to talk about. If he has another, if he gets shut out in another matchup here with a with another top corner. Uh, so, you know, they're going to feed, they're going to feed into that narrative. And, and, you know, Zeke, I love him in this matchup, especially because, you know, we talk about this Buffalo def- rug defense every week. Um, but, you know, outside of that, I, you know, Devin Singletary, uh, how much confidence do you have with in him in this matchup? Uh, he's been, you know, he's also been up and down, but I, I think you can uh, consider a flex play. Yeah, I think out of the, the Bills guys, uh, John Brown's one for me, um, probably Cole Beasley and then Devin Singletary as far as their skill positions. Yeah, I, I I have them ranked the exact same way to be honest as yeah. well. Um, you know, Devin Singletary, twenty one carries last week. That was great. Um, That's awesome. The, you yeah. know, the, the snap shares. He's been at seventy two percent ever since the Philly game. I mean, he's hovering around the seventies ever since the Philly game. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago. So. You know, that's consistent. I'd like to see more pass game usage. You know, he had a seven-target game against Cleveland, but, you know, like we talked about, Josh Allen's not going to throw to his backs. Um, what about Tony Pollard? Does he somebody that you might um, consider in this matchup? He has, you know, been having – he did score last game, last week. Um, it's That's tough. I, I think it's more of like a, a deep league. Two weeks maybe. ago, you mean? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, a deep league. Maybe a dart play um, in a good matchup. Uh, also, you know, if, if they're going to be favored heavily. But, I mean, they're, they're favored heavily in this game. But I think this game is going to be more uh, close. I think they use Zeke a lot um, in this game. Yeah, I mean, he's got six, tu- uh, at, you know, at least six touches the last two games. His mm-hmm. snap share is up to 15, you know, hovering around 15%. He was playing more snaps at the beginning of the year, actually. Um, but, yeah, in a game like this where... You know, they are favored, you know, so that would lean you in the direction that maybe, you know, Tony Pollard could could produce, especially given, you know, the the state of the Buffalo run defense. Um, but to me, I think he's somebody that's more intriguing if you're playing like the FanDuel and you want to save some salary because um, he's 5,200 on the Thursday slate. So, um, but, you know, I'm not I'm not going to ride my week 12 matchup on this guy. In yeah, a, in, you know, on a backup running back, but I definitely pick him up if he's available in your league. Because as we talk about every week, guys, handcuff, get these handcuffs whether you own the the primary back or not. Yeah, please do that. Get those handcuffs. Uh, yeah, you know, trade deadline is over. But yeah, if anything goes wrong, if you you know, even though you have the main guy, yeah, that's a lottery ticket. Um, what about these other these other uh, Dallas receivers, Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup? We have any interest in these guys? Yeah, uh, both of them. I like I like both of them. And, um, you know, Randall Cobb's usage uh, has been well. Michael Gallup is just so talented. So I think uh, I think Dallas has been a very pass happy team this year, and I think they're able to sustain uh, three you know three receivers, um, relevant ones. Um, so 
Gallup and Cobb are more flex plays to me. Uh, Cooper being like a wide receiver too this week to me. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because um, you know I was looking at uh, over the last four weeks, um, you know, just at this this weekend slate, I was trying to see which receivers um, from this this slate of games on Thursday uh, how they rank in targets. Michael Gallup ranks third in targets in this slate of receivers. You know, this is a slate that includes John Brown and Michael Thomas. You know, Amari Cooper, Marvin Jones, Allen Robinson. Um, and he has the only the only receivers with more targets than him are John Brown and Michael Thomas. So uh, during that four week span, and also during that four week span, Michael Gallup is second in air yards, uh, only to John Brown. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's somebody that's being he's involved in this offense. He's you know definitely targeted. And if yeah. Trey White's going to be on on Amari Cooper, and you know maybe Michael Gallup is somebody that you know could take advantage of 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 the matchup on the other side yeah absolutely i I mean looking at you know those target numbers he's definitely up there um and as far as he can give you wide receiver two upside at any point so um i I like that especially he can even give you like low and one numbers um and decent Mm matchups. yeah i mean and then you know randall cobb somebody you know we talked about last week but He's also got he's he's up there in targets too. He's got thirty targets during that same span, um, and he's got a nineteen percent uh, target share in this offense compared to uh, the twenty two percent for Michael Gallup, and then uh, and then Amari Cooper also has nineteen percent. So, um, you know, pretty much. I mean, you you're you're you know you you have a fair shot at fantasy points if you're starting any of these receivers. Yeah, absolutely. Seems um, like. Yeah, for sure. Against New England, uh, four four for eighty six. That's definitely not like a Randall Cobb number, but you know he's getting down the field. He's getting, I guess, he's getting that yak. Um, so yeah, yeah he's that definitely yak being used. for sure. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, who's your fantasy MVP? Your Turkey Day MVP in this matchup, Greg? Uh, so I got the Bills winning the game, and if the Bills are gonna win this game, uh, Josh yeah, Allen's got to do it, do. man. Oh, jo- man. Josh Allen's got to do it. I have to see yeah, my man do. Yeah, that's that's my fantasy MVP. He's gonna show people first, uh, probably first game in prime time. He's gonna have to do what he has to do. Probably second. I feel like he had one his rookie year, and I realized it wasn't the way. <laughs> Actually, no. The Bills had a prime time game, and he couldn't play in it. He was he had a concussion. Ah, okay. So yeah, so you're you're right. This is the first time he's playing in prime time. Um, but my I really do like that one. You know, I've been going I've been going back and forth about Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, all, um, you know, these last two days. I have that decision to make, and I have to make it very quickly. So, um, probably do. leaning Sam Darnold right now, but yeah, um, you know, maybe I, I think I'm just going to compensate that by having a good amount of Josh Allen in Thursday slate. So, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so my but my fantasy MVP, I'm actually going to go with Zeke Elliott in this one, man. Um, you know how. Uh, you know, that Zeke blow-up game has to come. He's got 100 yards from scrimmage um, in his in each of the last two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just needs that touchdown. And if he gets that touchdown number, uh, if he gets two touchdowns, we're talking about a blow-up game, and this is a beatable run defense. So, yeah, Zeke Elliott, um, he's going to be eating a lot of turkey after this game. Oh, yeah. he's gonna, Oh, man, that's a perfect promo for him <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, man, let's get to that next matchup, the Thursday night game. So just when you finish, you finish eating, 
Now you're full. Maybe you want to get a slice of pumpkin pie or uh-huh. some apple pie. Play some Madden real quick and then do. play watch the yeah, game. Yeah, play yep. some Madden. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, get some, you know, get something to drink. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Thursday night game, eight twenty p.m. You got the New Orleans Saints nine and two New Orleans Saints going out to Atlanta to take on a three and eight Atlanta Falcons forty eight and a half point over under. The Saints are six and a half point favorites in this NFC South matchup. This is the rubber match. Actually, not really the rubber match. The Saints over here trying to get revenge for getting stomped out at yeah, home. Man. Greg, what do you got in this matchup, bro? Yeah, it's been the most up and down weeks for this Falcons team. Uh, they they fooled us a little bit, but uh, I'm going to take the Saints to win. Uh, if you told me the spread was seven, I would have took the Falcons, but six and a half. Well, actually, yeah, I think the Saints went by a touchdown. Uh, so I'm gonna take the Saints to cover, and I'm gonna take the over in this game. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to really predict because you don't really know how what, which Falcons team is gonna show up. So, um, but I, I think the the Saints bounce back for sure. They they're rolling. Um, they got in rhythm. They they don't want to lose two times to this team, uh, a division opponent or rival. Um, so I think they they hold it down, get it to Alvin Kamara, use Latavius Murray. Um, you know, can't use of course can't guard Mike. Those three guys, it's, it's, so, it's so easy to predict the Saints. This was great because, you know, they have. And Jared Cook as well, who's been playing pretty well uh, of late, uh, giving you tight end one numbers week in and week out. And on the, the Falcons side, you know, Julio, Calvin Ridley, <clears throat> and Matt Ryan, really, those are the only guys I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 going to take the over in this matchup. I'm going to take the Falcons to cover this spread. I, I don't really know how they're going to do it. Uh, if Julio's banged up, you know, Austin Hooper, obviously, he's he's he might not be available for this matchup. So I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to do that. But, um, you know, NFC South matchup, I think that's going to be close. Falcons are at home, so I'll give them that at least. But I am going to take the Saints to win. I think Drew Brees is coming in here with a vengeance. Um, you know, he didn't like being shut out at home in his, in his home place. Um, you know, his second game back from injury right before the bye. Or nine uh, points, Not a good man. way to – Crazy. Yeah, that's Drew Brees was mad about that. So he's about to come in here. He's about to light these Falcons up. Um, so, you know, on the Saints side, I love Drew Brees, love Alvin Kamara, love Michael Thomas. Hey, you know what? We were just talking about Michael Thomas and John Brown and, and you know, how Michael Thomas is second in targets during this uh, four-week span. Michael Thomas has 35 targets. You know how many helos he caught? All 31. Oh, man. I, I would have been like, I would not have been surprised. I, right? You wouldn't be surprised if you caught all 35. But 31 yeah. of those targets, that, man. That catch that rate is, is just crazy. as good as last year. It's it's insane how how often. And you can't say, oh, like, you know, just because he has Drew Brees, the most accurate quarterback, one of the most accurate quarterbacks ever, because he did it with Teddy as well for a couple games too. So mm-hmm. he's just he's a beast, man. He's an absolute beast. Yeah, and he gets to go against this Atlanta defense, which is just giving it up to the wide receiver position. So I really do like Michael Thomas in this one. Um, I love Michael Thomas in this one, actually. Yeah, I like. To. Jared Cook. Um, still trying to figure out which other Saints <laughs> receiver that I like because you know one of them is going to do something, right? Uh, you know, I think I think I'm leaning Traquan Smith. Um, but you know, do you have any you have any thought uh, on that, Greg? Which one of these other Saints receivers? Yeah, I mean, you you always wanted to be taken. I feel like because it's just the uh, intrigue and, and his air yards and everything. But it's hard for me to choose to go with any one of those guys. Um, even that for a dart play, uh, it's, it's it's tough. Maybe, I'll, but if I had to, I would choose Tekken. Oh man, I mean, 
Let me see who leads this team in air yards. Well, besides Michael Thomas. Yeah, besides Michael Thomas, exactly. <laughs> uh, Ted Ginn, during this four-week span, he's got 261 air yards. Wow, only 52 receiving yards. One touchdown during that span. So, yeah, Ted Ginn, Ted Ginn seems to be the guy. Yeah, that is tough. That's a, that's a you know, it's just a, a, a huge risk, though. I mean, he's got 12 targets during that span. He's only got four receptions. Yeah. So they're, it's, it's Curtis they're, they're throwing it there. to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a that's like a dart throw. You're really hoping. You're praying. Yeah. Uh, somebody you're definitely not, you're doing, you're doing a lot less praying for because I think that he could actually have some impact. Russell Gage, man. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. He has been doing yeah. well. Yeah, he's been doing well. And if if Julio's banged up, um, then you know Russell Gage I think has some intrigue, especially because you know Marshawn Lattimore is still questionable. Um, so not sure if he's gonna play. But if he does, obviously he'll be probably following around Julio, or maybe he'll follow around Calvin Ridley. Who knows? Um, but Russell Gage, the Saints aren't great against slot receivers, so. I like him in this matchup, especially if there's no Austin Hooper, which it seems like that'll be also be the case. He won't he won't play. Yeah, um, coming up ten targets last week too. That's a really good number. So I'll keep to you to roll him out there. Yeah, I like Russell Gage a lot. What about uh, Devontae Freeman coming back from this foot injury? You you gonna trust him in this week this week thirteen matchup? Is he is he for sure uh, playing? I, I, he is. Yeah, full practice. I saw that on Tuesday. So um, the Saints. Uh, you know, Saints Russ are pretty good against yeah. the running backs. They are. Um, they he are. did do well against them. Um, no, sorry, he he I mean, he he was doing well until he got hurt. Um, in this matchup, I believe that's the case. Let me double check that. Um, no, yeah, he didn't do well. He was doing okay and then got injured. So um, that's the first game back from injury. It is, it yeah, is tough. it's like I don't know if I want to trust that. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I probably wouldn't start him. Right? Because yeah. you always, you know, you always run the risk of what if he, you know, Gets what re-injured. if he re-injures. It, yeah. You know, that would be terrible. Yeah. Um, and you've you've kind of made contingency plans without him. Um, you know, so uh, what about Julio, man? I'm. Are you concerned at all with the shoulder? They said that he couldn't even lift his shoulder up. Um, yeah, I was know. watching that Atlanta game. I remember he like caught it, and then he just, you know, the, the shoulder would just be laying there. Um, it, it I can't ever not play Julio because of injury because like that man's been played through all all injuries uh, through the history of you know football and life. I think you know if he's if he's cleared to play, you, I think you got to play him. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, yeah, if he's if he's playing, you you have to. I, I'm yeah. ju- I'm gonna be so scared though. Yeah, I know. I mean, I would be so scared. Um, but yeah, I mean. You have to do it because, you know, if, if Julio in this great matchup or, you know, in a matchup where, I mean, let's be honest, Julio doesn't need a good matchup, right? No, like, he doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. Um, but if he were to blow up, and you would you would. It really be, comes down to, to your stomach. if Matt Ryan's going to play well because um, he, he affects everyone. I mean, you know, he didn't have a good week last week, but, uh, you know, it, it's been up and down for him as well. Uh, Last time he played the Saints, he he played well, so hopefully he can repeat that performance. Yeah, I would like to see Matt Ryan bounce back here for sure, big time. 
Um, and I think he will. Uh, I do have the Falcons covering this spread. Uh, this is an NFC South matchup, so you know these two teams they do want to play. Um, it is going to be close. I anticipated that it'll be competitive. So, um, yeah, I I don't see that being a problem. So, who's going to be your uh, Turkey Day MVP in this matchup, Greg? Uh, in the Saints Falcons. Uh, yeah, this time you know uh, it's easy to take Kanker Mike or someone from no. I, I think I'm gonna take I think I'm gonna take Kamara. Yeah, instead of Kankar Mike this time, yeah. Uh I think he's eating some Skittles for dessert, for Thanksgiving dessert, uh, all all day. Oh uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Alvin Kamara. Um I yeah, I, I mean I have to vet this, but I'm I heard that he has never scored against the Atlanta Falcons. That's still uh, that's crazy wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean I know one of those games came against you in the fantasy uh playoffs one year. And he got concussed, so uh, that wasn't great. So I think that's that has that might have something to do with it. But the other the other times, I, I really don't know. You know, it's yeah. kind of odd that he's never scored against them. But um, I think he gets I think he gets in this. He has to get in it. He's Alvin Kamara. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. He's been very consistent this year, um, especially on a points per game basis. Yeah, man. All right, bro. So anything else? You know, you know, like. What do you, what do you got planned for Thanksgiving? Actually, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna chill with the folks. Uh, I just picked up some carrot cake today, so you know, I got I got the ready for them. Um, got got my nephew, got sisters out there. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be good family dinner. Um, hopefully, gonna eat a lot. Uh, yeah, watch these fantasy teams. I, I need to make the playoffs, man. I need need to beat this median. I need to win, so I, I'm gonna be eating and just paying attention, holding that phone very tightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh, that's that's uh, that's great yeah me i'll be spending time with family as well um you know again like i said it's one of my this is my favorite holiday I get to see all my family you know uh my my a lot of my cousins and stuff and aunts and uncles they come up to my parents house so it'll be great my mom's my mom's throwing down she's great at that so i'll be very full like you said but yeah, man. tuned into these games very much so all yeah, right man, man well Shout out to Lamar, Everybody. Though, MVP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you know what? Let's just talk about this right now. Let's just talk about it. What, what did you take away from this game? Because we never get to talk about the Monday night game, but we never really record. We've never recorded. Yeah, we never. Yeah, this is actually, yeah, game. first Monday night game so, we get to talk about a lot. Yeah. Uh, what were your main takeaways from this game, Greg? Bro, the, the Ravens are elite, like elite elite. Like, it, it was so easy for them yesterday. It, was, it actually looked like they were playing. Like the Ravens, Rams are playing flag football, and the Ravens are playing like actual football still. Like they didn't get the ball. <laughs> like it was, it was insane. Like it was three and outs. They went on four and every fourth down. They didn't care. It was fourth and th- six, fourth and whatever. The, yeah, the Ravens are just too good, and they don't even like. Yeah, every they're so efficient in the passing game too. When they pass it, mm-hmm. it's going down. It's going to be at least twenty yards, like a game. That's <laughs> crazy. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, the Raven. Yeah, first off, they started off the Ravens running the ball seven straight times, <laughs> and the Rams knew the Ravens were gonna run every time, and they could not stop. You know how you know how demoralizing that is as a defense that you literally <laughs> cannot stop. You cannot stop a team from running. <laughs> and like you were saying, they were going forward on fourth down, yeah. getting four yards a clip. 
Like you, you, I, everybody, Booger knew they were going for it on fourth down. Yep. And nobody could stop them. I don't think they were ever in a third and long. Like I don't remember him ever in third and long. No. No. Like it doesn't. It just happened. Lamar. Lamar still scored over thirty fantasy points. He needs. He missed a touchdown. He should have ran in for a touchdown. He fell before (laughs) he got in. Like this man is insane. Like it's crazy. It's crazy because if you listen to yesterday's episode. You know, I started off jokingly saying, you know, Lamar's, you know, finished as the number one quarterback, but we hadn't even, the game hadn't even been played yet. And what do you know? Lamar finishes as the number one quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he's phenomenal, man. Six 30-point uh, fantasy point games. Like, that's number one ever, like, easily. Like, Never been done before. Never, you know what's crazy? You were talking. Yeah. You're talking about the passing game of the Ravens. Um, and I was... Do I was looking at the the trending performances um, for the you know where teams rank in terms of uh, pass pass offensive efficiency, run offense efficiency. Mm-hmm. The Ravens rank, you know, on the season, um, they rank one in the last or you know, on the season they rank run, uh, one in run offense efficiency. On the last three weeks, they rank third. Yeah, can you guess where they rank as a pass offense in the last uh, three weeks? I feel like one. They are the number one team pass offense in the last three weeks they're yeah. six on the season it's crazy every time they throw it it's like all the way down the field and then because they're in they, they don't throw it a lot so they have to be super efficient no they're super efficient with the attempts um i mean he had like 20 pass attempts he was 17 of 20 for five touchdowns yesterday another yeah Whereas, a, uh, a quarter of his uh attempts is touchdowns <laughs> crazy uh, What's what's the guy that does the uh what the guy that does the Monday night football with 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 Booger again? Oh, Joe Tessitore? Yeah, Joe Tessitore. I wanted to call him Gene Steratore, but that's a ref. I knew that was <laughs> yeah, <wrong. we're... laughs> Joe Tessitore, he you know, he he uh conveniently dubbed it the Jackson Five <laughs> on the fifth touchdown pass. That was dope. I like that. Joe Tess. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> um, but nah, Lamar Jackson something like we've never seen before. Um, and it's I I, just, I love I love every minute of it, man. Like you know, like we were saying, we were trying to rush to get off the get off the phone and finish recording so we could go watch the Monday Night Football game because all we wanted to do was was watch Lamar, and um, yeah, I'm I'm just soaking up every minute of, of watching him play, and it's great. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember how I was compared to like Mahomes last year when I was drawn to the TV to watch him. Like it's just yeah, they both are just so electrifying. You know what? I'm actually more drawn to Lamar than I than I am to Mahomes because Mahomes is like it's arm talent, right? Like we right. like he's he yes, he can throw the ball farther than anybody. He can make no-look passes, but you know, co- there's a ton of quarterbacks in the NFL that have arm talent. Like Aaron Rodgers has, you know, insane arm talent. Right. Right? Like Russell Wilson has, you know, really good arm talent. Yeah. Like so to watch Pat Mahomes like there's gonna be somebody that comes along the way that will have his, that will you know remind us of the way that Pat Mahomes throws a football. It's just you know it's gonna it's bound to happen, right? But we've never seen the, <laughs> like we haven't seen anything like Lamar. All like the the think about it. We have to go all the way back to Mike Vick. Yeah. Think about yeah. how many players that with that style of play have played since Mike Vick. Yeah, and haven't and, been as effective. Yeah. And haven't been as effective. Yeah. They haven't been. It's like, yeah, you could say like, oh, yeah, this guy is similar. You know, it's like RG3 is kind of like Mike Vick, but he really wasn't. <laughs> nah, 
Yeah, he, he, he didn't look, move. It's like he didn't move like Cam Lamar is like Mike yeah. Vick, but Cam's not like Mike Vick. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. He's <laughs> Lamar a, Jackson is a clone of Mike Vick. Yeah, he's he's playing. He's like a kickoff returner, playing football, playing you know, yes. playing quarterback. Every play is a punt yeah. return. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. It's crazy. It's just it's out of control, and I know. I you know, love I, it. I'm just I'm really happy that we get to. We get to watch this because, you know, we're going to tell our kids about this one day. You know, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I know. Yep. You Lamar know, Jackson. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. have the next layer of like, athletic QB doing all these things. Be like, I don't know. He wasn't like Lamar, though. Nope. He wasn't like <laughs> Pull up Lamar. the Lamar tapes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that, you know, we're talking about the Ravens. Obviously, we love them. We get that. What about these Rams, man? Uh, um, you know, we're, we're approaching uh, fantasy playoffs. Uh you know, how do we feel about these Rams? Are we just throwing this matchup away against Baltimore? Um, uh, you know, just kind of... Partly, yeah, the, the the Ravens are really, really good. So, I don't think I want to go too hard on the Rams. But uh, Jared Goff is a problem, though. I think he, he's only got 11 touchdowns on the year. That's awful. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, it's a problem for him to get the ball down the field and get it to his playmakers, which is Hurts, you know, uh, Gurley, Cup, Woods, all uh, Cooks, all these guys, yeah. So Everett, um, so it really starts with him, I think. Uh, I mean, you mentioned him, but we had a we had a Robert Woods sighting, but um, you know, on Jared Goff, I mean, the, the the stretch is tough. He's got, I mean, Arizona this week, which is a good matchup. Seattle next week, which obviously that you know you're not necessarily scared of. The last time he played them, he finishes the QB eleven. Um, he's got Dallas, which you know again. Not terribly scared of, but then he's got San Fran um, week sixteen, and that's one I'm scared of with Jared Goff. Oh so, yeah, the final. You know, yeah, we, yeah. We've been saying Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff is strictly uh, stream streamable. You know, um, I'm willing to stream him if the matchup is good. Um, this Arizona matchup, I, I'm willing to stream him there. But um, you know, there's other guys with with uh, safer floors than Jared Goff because if Jared Goff doesn't get you. Uh, He's either going to be the like a top twelve quarterback, or he's going to be outside the top twenty. Yeah, that's what he's been every in his one, two, three, four, five times he's been inside the top twelve. You know, QB. He's gone from the QB four to the QB eleven, but all the other times he's been outside of top. He's been outside of the top twenty, ranking from twenty one to twenty nine. So. There's like the floor, the floor and the ceiling are like miles apart with Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean, he, you're right though. He it's, he makes me nervous about this about the Rams as a whole. But you know, I think there's guys here. I mean, obviously, you know, Todd Gurley, um, he he's gonna continue to be the workhorse. And you know, a matchup like yesterday, I don't think is is uh, really indicative of what of what should happen for the rest of this season because I think that's as tough as a matchup as they'll get until San Yeah, Frank. for sure. The Rams are just on another level right now. I mean, the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. The Ra- yeah, the Ravens are on another level. I don't think – I mean, honestly, I I think they're the best team in football, the, the Ravens. Um, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll see that for mm-hmm. we'll see that for real on Sunday when um, they take yeah, on the Yeah, when they Niners, play the 49ers, but, I need to see that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I do think they are the best team in football, but um, – you know, what about these Rams pass catchers? We panic in there? I mean, um, you know, if you had to rank, I guess, rest of the season outlook on the three of them. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess Cooper Cup is 
gonna be yeah, one. Cooper Cup's definitely <laughs> one. Um, I think uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Woods and yeah, and then Cooks right after. But that gap is like not as it's more like a cup, cup, and then yeah, the gap is huge, and then Woods and uh, Cooks together. Yeah, I mean, I think the the confidence. I I just can't have any confidence with Brandon Cooks because a he hasn't done it all year. Yeah, and then B, you know, there's always the possibility he he gets injured with a concussion. You know, given the concussion history, um, there's always that risk. And then Robert Woods actually looked he looked good yesterday, man. I mean, I mean, granted a lot of it came in garbage time, but um, you know he he's still getting open. It's just Jared Goff is just terrible sometimes. So um, <laughs> that's the risk that you run, but. You know, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so, you know, maybe that'll yeah. come, but, you know, I don't want to bank on that either, so. Um, yeah, a, a yeah. low floor effects for Robert Woods. Uh, yeah, and then uh, when he gets, hopefully he gets that touchdown before the season's over. Is it the target, they mentioned every time in fantasy football now, uh, the most targets without a touchdown. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this might be the week. Yeah. Maybe it's just not coming. He's just more of a, uh, you know, PPR guy that can get, you know, six for 70, uh, seven for 80. Oh, he was. Did you see him on that? Oh, you didn't watch that game. You you were tilting. Um, he he tried really hard at the end of the game to run to the end zone. Oh yeah. I was like, Robert Woods is running with all his might to try to get to this end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Just caught a ball and ran down the sideline. And so he could talk to Marcus to Peters. That's why. Yeah, him and Marcus Peters. Uh, Marcus Peters is hilarious. Yeah, he's crazy. He's hilarious. All right, man. Um, well. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Word. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys that are listening. Yes, really appreciate it. Um, but good luck this week. Good luck on Thursday. Be on the lookout. We'll release the episode on Saturday, but we'll preview all of Sunday's games. But uh, as always, please, if you could leave a, a rate and review on Apple iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, continue listening on Google Play and Stitcher. Um, and as always, we are out. Yeah.